The Independent Electoral Commission says over 98% of the more than 23,000 stations opened on time and began registering voters. A total of 53 voting stations did not open on time, mainly due to service delivery protests by communities. Northwest Provincial Electoral Officer Tumelontle Tibe says they have requested police intervention at some stations. There are five stations that have not opened yet on account of mainly community protests. But we hope that uh, once our staff members have spoken with uh, the members of communities who are um, barring us from working, we will resume uh, the opening of stations. Chief Electoral Officer of the IEC, Sai Mamabolo, says they have also asked the police to intervene in problem areas nationally. We've been working with uh, the net joints. Uh, we also had a, a priority committee meeting this morning where possible hotspots have been identified. They've been handed over to the South African Police Service who um, will provide the necessary uh, security for people. In the Free State, technical problems with the new voter management devices that are replacing the zip-zip machines caused delays at some voting stations, according to the provincial electoral manager, Itimuleng Liba. Our new voter management devices were offline, but the matter has since been resolved. Until 12 o'clock this afternoon, we had uh, 7,932 people who had visited our stations. And we uh, have uh, just over 1,000 newly registered uh, voters. And close to 7,000 uh, voters are those who registered in the same VDs uh, or in different voting districts within one ward. Things are going well. Mama Bolo says the new voter management devices will help streamline the registration and voting process. VMDs will enable an almost instantaneous citizenship verification as well as the correct capturing of a residential address assisted by a mapping functionality which is built into the apps on the device. Registration applications have been loaded and at least one VMD has been allocated to each voting station on the logistics information system. Eager to make their mark, these residents of Durban in KwaZulu-Natal urged South Africans to follow their example and register to vote. You can't complain if you don't uh, vote. You know, people tend to comp- uh, complain a lot when they don't vote and when the wrong party. So it's important. Uh, I think I'm already registered. Uh, it's quite important because all the things that's happening in the country at the moment, people need to voice their opinions and choose the right people in parliament. We have already registered. Uh, this is our fourth time we vote. If you want to see the change, you need to be the change. (laughs) No, but on a serious note though, I think for the longest time we've been crying for change. So I think uh, this is the one opportunity that everybody can then go out there and make their mark. Residents of Westbury in Johannesburg echoed these sentiments. Voters who are registered can confirm their registration online, on the website, on the IEC app, or by calling the contact center at 0800 11 8, Furthermore, an identity number can be sent to 32810 via the short message system uh, SMS.
Mama Bolo has urged all South Africans 18 years and older to make use of all the IEC platforms to register to vote. Voters who are registered can confirm their registration online, on the website, on the IEC app, or by calling the contact center at 0800 11 Furthermore, an identity number can be sent to 32810 via the short message system, uh, SMS. More than 23,000 stations will be open for registration all weekend from 8 a.m. to 5 p.m. I am Lila Magnus in Pretoria. 6.40 the time right now. Let me just remind you, if you have any issues, if you've had any issues with the process yesterday and you're worried about today being the final day of voter registration, get in touch with us, please. Please get in touch with us. And maybe just call us directly because we, we can't take that call to air. 891 uh, or, or perhaps SMS 41391. Those are charged at 1 Rand 50 in your WhatsApp voice notes on 082 now, we move along because I want to have a chat with uh, the one man who's been telling us consistently, don't worry about court cases, keep your ID ready, we are voting this year. Uh, and he is Executive Chairman at the Institute of Election Management Services. Terry Tselani joins us on the line again. Uh, Mr. Tselani, good morning and welcome to the show. Uh, good morning to you and to SAF um, listeners. First day of registration, weekend done, the last one remaining. Any observations you'd like to share with us about uh, what, what's transpired? Well, it was expected, especially on the first day, particularly because the Commission was using as this new device that um, there were going to be technical glitches. And um, the second day, I expect uh, most of those uh, glitches to have been resolved. And therefore, uh, those who are still remaining, uh, those who have not as yet visited the voter stations, have an opportunity to go and um, ensure that uh, they are on the voters' roll. Now, obviously, we will chat with the IEC and, and sort of look at their collated numbers uh, up until the end of yesterday. But uh, early part of yesterday, and this is just for the walk-in registrations, 104,000, uh, the numbers tracking there, they, they seem to be linking up, I suppose, with the expectation. Uh, absolutely. Um, the registration of this nature ordinarily would have uh, you know, not more than a million uh, uh, registrations. And therefore, I suspect that uh, it is likely to have uh, less than 400,000 new registrations uh, in keeping with um, the, the previous uh, arrangements in relation to local government elections. So of course, uh, the numbers of people who have gone to the voting stations would be uh, much higher than that, uh, largely because some would be checking if that is correct. Uh, and also uh, changing the addresses, uh, but new registrations are unlikely to uh, surpass uh, the 400,000 mark. And, and, and just on these, these new uh, devices that are being used, why did we, we need new, these new, and I'm going to call them, paraphrase them, call them zip-zip machines, why did we need new ones? The, the, the old zip-zip machine had become absolute. And the reason why it had uh, become absolute, I mean, you, you may have seen during the last election that uh, uh, that device could not actually even uh, indicate if a person has already registered another station. 
and 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 you know it it became basically just a tool that you can only use for purpose of registration and capturing information. Mm. The new device will be able to indicate if a person has already voted, but in addition to that, it's supposed to transmit information in real time where there is a network. So it lessens the work of the commission uh, in a sense that uh, now the officials of the commission don't have to uh, necessarily go to the municipal offices where their offices are and then start capturing the information okay. that was actually captured during the day. I got you know, you. So the capturing of information and transmission is supposed to happen in real time and therefore lessening the burden of having to recapture information that was captured during the day. Okay. Mr. Talani, as, as we wrap up, uh, the voter re- the registration process hopefully, seemingly will go through uh, uninhibited today. Then, in your view, what is the next big challenge for the IEC in getting us ready for Election Day? The biggest problem and challenge that the Commission is going to have, it is going to be on uh, two fronts. One, uh, the distribution of the voters' role, and secondly, uh, the generation distribution, the, the, the generation uh, and, and the production and, and distribution of the ballot papers. Remember that uh, here with local government elections, they've got to do this uh, to 4,500. They've got to distribute 4,500 uh, distinct ballot papers to different wards. And then that on its own is going to be a challenge given uh, the disruption that have already happened and the fact that uh, um, you know they have such limited time to be able to do so. Terry Talani, I thank you very much for your time here on The Weekend View once again. Uh, Executive Chairman at the Institute for Election Management Services. Let's uh, continue the discussion now. And we join directly on the line by the Independent Electoral Commission's Deputy Chief Electoral Officer, uh, Maseko Shiburi. Uh, Mr. Shiburi, good morning and welcome to the show. Good morning, Udo. Very good to have you on. So we started the show this morning with a figure saying, early tally of walk-in registrations, face-to-face registrations, was 104,000. Uh, have, have you collated the figures yet for, for Saturday? And what is that number now? Uh, we are pleased to report that uh, yesterday we interacted with and included or updated over 500,000 records of South Africans that had come to our voting stations to either register and to update our details. And those are people already included on the voters' roll uh, as a result of the new approach that we're using to voter registration. In the past, we would have just collected the details and processed them in our offices subsequent to the registration and only released the update or result sometime in the week. Now, with the new technology, we are able, at the point of interaction with the voter, and on the same day that the voter has applied, to include them on the voters' roll or to reject their application based on their, their citizenship status. This is so the this is that five half, half a million people. This is as as even Mr. Talani explained now the, as a result of the new shall we call it zip zip machine. It is a new zip zip machine that has been updated primarily because of the findings of the Constitutional Court in 2016, where the court said the. Electoral Commission must maintain an address where an address objectively exists for every voter for two things. One, to enable political contestants to campaign and converse voters 
but secondly, to ensure that only persons who are ordinarily resident in the ward participate in ward elections. All right. Have you also taken stock of where protests have happened on your doorstep uh, as a result of various reasons? And, and, and you've had good intelligence around where things may break out. What broke out yesterday? And, and what are you dealing with today? Uh, we, we hope that even where people have uh, grievances, they do not use the registration process or interrupt the registration process. Yesterday, we had protests that affected uh, about 53 voting stations of the total of 23,000 mm-hmm. across the country. Areas uh, where we were challenged were in the Tanini Linyanya area, the Kwamashu area in, uh, in KZN, uh, Deep Roof in Soweto, uh, some sporadic incidents in the Eastern Cape uh, and parts of KwaZulu uh, Natal outside of Kwamashu. Other than that, uh, all the majority of our voting stations were not affected, and we hope today that we can continue uh, in, on the same trajectory. And uh, the the next big step, obviously, now is wrapping this up. You will release the the figures in terms of that final ballot paper that will be going to the elections. What is the time frame for for its production? What is the time frame for for its distribution? Uh, we've not been in this position uh, hitherto. Sure. Uh, a position where we must run a election in a window period of forty two days. We anticipate that tomorrow the Minister of Cooperative Governance and Traditional Affairs will promulgate the date of this election. And we will then issue a timetable, which timetable will include key milestones to take us to voting day on the 1st of November. We will have a short window period of less than 18 days to print, package, and distribute ballot papers to all uh, the voting stations across the country. That exercise will be preceded first by an, a period for parties to submit their candidate, which period closes on the 21st, which is on a Tuesday. After that, we will do the validation of those candidates to check if they are registered, check if they are registered in the correct municipality, if they are independent, check if they were properly nominated, or whether their parties uh, had paid the requisite deposit. Okay. After that, we'll have a period of sign-off of the ballot paper with all political parties where they confirm these are candidates, uh, this is their logo, this is their can- the face of the party leader. And then only then can we start printing the ballot paper. Okay. And, and just out of curiosity, given the short time frames you, where you, you literally have those few days that you said uh, you do, given those constraints, do, do your normal financial controls and policies hold or did you have to apply for any special uh, compensation from government to to get this election done in such a short space of time Uh, no no there are no special dispensations Uh, we still have to manage the money that the south african public uh, entrusted in our care in terms of the prescripts of the pfma so there are no special dispensation however as we had said in the past that while we had asked for a deferral of election to February 2022, we were planning in terms of the current law as it stood. And to that extent, we are not starting our procurement processes from scratch. Okay. We had been planning on the understanding that an election must be held by the 1st of November unless authorization is granted by the courts. Okay, that is good to you. Final question. Uh, am I reading correctly that you guys are going to waste money on, on fogging voting stations against COVID, when nobody else in the world is really doing this? 
when we, we when we put, when we developed our, our protocol, it was last year in the midst of uh, of the of the pandemic when a lot was not known about the pandemic, and we held by elections under those conditions, providing uh, fogging sprayers to voting stations. Ah. After the the matter became much clearer that there is no role for foggers uh, in the fight against COVID, the practice of fogging voting stations had already been entrenched. And to some extent, landlords who we, we rent most of our voting stations from were reluctant to allow us to use their voting stations if we're not including foggers, even though we try to explain that advice is that fogging is not a requirement. But from a perspective and of psychological safety, landlord insisted on the practice. And that is why we've retained that process for the registration weekend because we had already procured those foggers. The commission is yet to decide on whether it continues with the process and live with the risk of losing the use of some of the voting station or it proceeds with foggers for the election. That decision is yet to be made and those have not been procured. Do, do we know when that is going to be made? Because it, it, it is your decision now whether you procure more or not. Yes, the decision will be made in the course of this week. All right. We will check in with you later then. I thank you so much for your time on The Weekend View, Mr. Shiburi.